right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson, at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534 or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. It seems only a matter of time before computers become smarter than me, smarter than you, smarter than everyone. They'll just, they'll just be smarter than anybody out there. They'll be superior. We'll rely on them. We won't have to care about anything except having the machines do it for us. Uh, this, is a, this is a prediction that I'm very confident about. And I've made many and I've had a few conspiracy theories and speculations that I've talked about. But I'm fairly confident that people are going to be handing over their lives to the computer, handing over their lives to the machines. I mean, we're seeing it already. Many systems have attained superhuman abilities on particular tasks. We've heard about machines playing chess and winning games. We've heard, uh, what was it, this year, we heard that maybe uh, some system called Lambda was sentient, and they immediately put the kibosh on that. Nobody, they, they fired the guy, and it was quiet. No one... No one remembers that. They try to put it out of the news as, as quick as possible. And there are some people that, I mean, Elon Musk has kind of hinted at this. Jordy Rose has hinted at this. They think that computers have made us superhuman in a lot of respect. If anything, it's made us more busy, more occupied. I mean, our brains take in all, all this information and with it, we feel like Professor X, right? It's the overmind, it's the ultramind, and we're all like in tune with everything around us, at least we try to be. And in that process, you know, it reminds us of when we were kids, all this futuristic stuff we were told we were have from flying cars to robot janitors to, you know, being smart because a computer is either in our heads or we're carrying something on our belts or we, and, and, and it gave us that idea that we'd all be super beings in a way. I mean, even Frederick Nietzsche talked about the Ubermensch, that eventually the Ubermensch would rise up. And I, I'm sure he meant something else by that, but still, just the idea of being more than human, more human than human. H plus is what they call it. And you notice that there have been a lot of superhero movies. And we talked about those a while ago, saying, you know, that there are plenty of superhero movies out there. They've got She Hulk now, Attorney at Law. They've got all these different superhero TV shows, superhero, superhero movies. And uh, they have been everywhere, dominating the screens for the longest time. 
And now we have a lot of children and, and a lot of adults that have become LARPers. And what I mean by that is that they are live-action role players. Some outgrow it, some don't. And you see them at Comic-Con, some with very impressive cosplay. Others walk around thinking they're Vikings or pirates or cowboys. You know, they do it full-time, right? So, oh, and I, and I can't forget the, the fashion victims who think they're vampires, who, who, who walk around saying that they're vampires. I mean, I've had discussions with people who run occult bookstores, and people walk in all the time saying that they're fairies. In fact, I was, um, I was watching America's Got Talent a while, a while ago, and there was somebody who uh, performed, and she had pointy ears, and she looked like she was wearing lederhosen. And when Simon says, well, what are you supposed to be? And she says, I'm a fairy. Okay, you're a human who thinks she's a fairy. No, I'm a fairy, she said. So I'm thinking, oh, there's a LARPer. There's a, we all have fantasies, right? I mean, this is normal. I don't know if it's normal to think you're a fairy, uh, but some people are. Some people think that they're part of the Galactic Federation. Some people, uh, you know, it, it's just, I mean, who am I to question? I mean, I don't, I, I mean, I talk to people. If they, it, it, whatever floats their boat, right? Whatever. I mean, I think a true geek, and I consider myself a true geek, otherwise I wouldn't be doing a show like this, but I think a true geek at a young age always wondered if he could fly like Superman or if he could beat up crooks like Batman. Um, I remember, come on, guys, you probably remember putting a, a blanket or a towel around your neck running around going, I'm Superman or I'm so-and-so or whatever. I'm Batman. I knew a kid that used to run around saying, I'm Marshall Dillon because he was a Gunsmoke fan. And I used to take my dog, Sailor Boy. I put him in a baby stroller and I said the baby stroller was a spaceship. And so Sailor Boy was a space cadet. And I put him in tinfoil and then I'd put on a blanket or a cape and then this old yellow Flash Gordon helmet that my dad had, I think it belonged to him because, I mean, it looked like something out of the 50s, and it certainly wasn't anything out of the 60s, but it was out of the 50s. It was pretty cool because it had fins on it, kind of like a car. And there was a visor, and this rocket pipe work was on the side and had little holes for ears, and it was supposed to be worn on your head for a soapbox derby. At least that's what I thought. But it was just after the moon missions began, and I thought that I would be more than an astronaut. I would be an astronaut with superpowers, telekinetic powers. I'd run around the neighborhood jumping off of porches, pretending to fly. I also remember being told that I'm not like Superman and I really should not be jumping off porches. And I learned the hard way because I jumped off a very high porch and badly bruised my elbow. I thought I broke it. But no, it was it was painful. I remember how painful it was. It was just that I hit it hard. It, it was either a sprain or, or a bruise. So yes, when we were kids... Flying around, being the next Batman or Superman was not in the cards, but it was in your dreams. You, you dreamt about it. Now, I think we're seeing that all of, all of this idea is changing. People want to live it even, and they don't want to outgrow it. And, and the technocracy doesn't want people to change either. They want to turn up the propaganda by giving you more superhero movies, by giving you more comic books, more science fiction, and telling you that you can have supernatural powers Thanks to augmented reality, hyper-reality. They can give you hyper-reality and augmented reality, and you have to make a deal with them in order to get on the ride. 
So they're like the clowns standing there in front of the big top saying, you want to ride on this ride? You have to do something for us. It's their mission to change our lives through transhumanism. And so the World Economic Forum issued yet another paper, but they did a few weeks ago, and I didn't get a chance to get back to it, but I wanted to read it. I'm, re- I, I'm reading it now. But this paper was about augmented reality and how it can be used to improve the future. But there's a spoiler alert. An augmented society is a fast track toward normalizing the implanting of microchips. That's the catch. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.